0: Back here on Freight Waves now, Bill Priestley, Thomas Watson here with you, and time now to be joined by Matthew Leffler, who joins us to talk about the weird, wide world of legal aspects of a couple of things. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me back, guys.
1: Great to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we've got a couple of aspect, a couple of issues that we want to talk about. Number one, Prop Twenty Two. In uh, California, they of course got upheld by an appellate court, uh, which uh, it was kind of set up originally to kind of block AB5 in terms of of uh, Uber drivers and Lyft drivers, uh, and maybe possibly DoorDash drivers there as well. Um, but this had very little effect on truckers. I just wanted you to clarify: what does the upheld uh, Prop Twenty Two mean for the transportation industry? Obviously, it it, it affects last mile, but what about? the long haul trucker or the mid-range trucker uh, in terms of independent contractor status.
1: I think this ruling shows us the path for what four higher carriers can expect to do to kind of work around AB5. So let's back up a little bit, let's set the ground stage. When AB5 was first kind of percolating in the California legislature, the app-based companies were like, oh my goodness, does this mean that our drivers, the 1.4 million people that use the gig apps in California, could be considered employees? And if they were considered employees, how do we survive? Reality is, they couldn't survive. So they started this idea around Proposition 22, a voter-based initiative to get exemption from AB5. And they spent over $200 million in order to get Proposition 22 on the books. Well, that case was litigated, and they lost at the very entry level of the California courts. But just the last couple of days, we have the appellate court, as you mentioned, upholding the vast majority of Proposition 22, which includes the ability for uh, the legislature to not modify Prop 22 unless they have seven-eighths majority, which is really, really substantial. What this means for trucking is interesting. If you're with Uber Freight or Convoy, chances are this ruling on Proposition 22 means those drivers are independent because that's the whole purpose of what Prop 22 was about. So though it doesn't exactly tie into over-the-road trucking, this shows us a path for people to find a way to continue to classify someone as an independent contractor and not an employee.
2: I think there's a lot of humor as well behind the whole AB5 saga because it was originally designed to target gig workers like Uber and Lyft, and then unfortunately they we're very, they spent $200 million, were able to get a ballot and push it off of it with Prop 22 saying, well, we're exempt. And then poor trucking is left holding the bag because they weren't able to, to get. So it feels like we're coming full circle. I'm assuming the next the next step is right now, uh, if, if the whole you know interstate commerce stuff doesn't work, uh, trucking has to now you know pony up some money, OIDA, ATA, and try and uh, get voters to work around this?
1: Yeah, I think that the trucking associations have realized that the gig companies have far stronger lobbyists. And you're exactly right. This law was initially targeted at gig companies. The idea was, hey, there's two components that AB5 really matter. One is the ABC test. We've talked about that ad nauseum. But the other part is this idea of a rebuttable presumption. And what that means is if someone who's an independent contractor today says, you know what? I think I'm an employee. The state of California is going to go, yeah, I think you're right. I think your, your uh, hiring entity should prove to us that you actually are a contractor. And what that means is, you know, benefits, back wages, taxes, all of these massive implications. And had Proposition 22 not been passed and not been upheld, I think there's a very real chance that those gig companies would simply say, California is a market we can't do business in because they could not absorb that level of bringing on employees, all the wage and hour things you deal with in california and meal periods and what we the gig companies argue is look our people can go work for the competitors you can drive for uber you can drive for lyft you can go do doordash or instacart i don't care what you do when you feel like working work with us if you feel like you don't want to work with us don't work with us. So I think that we're going to find next as this case gets appealed to the California Supreme Court. That's where we'll get the final ruling on what happens with Proposition 22. But as of right now, if you're a gig company worker, you are not an employee.
2: Well, I think it's a fascinating thing to think about, especially on the trucking side, because for many owner-operators, it's not as if they have that ability to magically work with a broker. They're working under the motor carrier. Uh, I wanted to get your thoughts real quick. This one's kind of out of left field. Seventh Circuit Court out of Wisconsin talking about a driver suing a large carrier, claiming that basically they didn't Technically count as a contractor, but they're more like a uh, employee with benefits in some form. Have uh, you are any familiar with that? I think it was with Schneider and a driver.
1: Yeah, that's driver. a great case. Um, this this story about that Schneider case should really put all motor carriers on notice. What happened in that case was they were an owner operator, but they were told don't work for the competitor. You can do whatever you want. You can work for other people, but don't work for our competitors. And that was enough to say, wait a second, wait a second. You can't tell somebody that they're independent, that they're an independent business and tell them here are the clients we're going to allow you to accept. So every motor car it's, it's in this space. If you go out there, again, not legal advice, consult your attorneys. But if you go out there and say, you're a contractor, I'm not going to pay you workers comp. I'm not going to pay general liability. I'm not going to pay any taxes on you. I'm not going to pay any benefits you have or sick leave. But by the way, if you work for one of our competitors, we're going to fire you. That's crazy. It's not going to survive. And it's going to continue to make this trend of are these people contractors or are they employees? This was one of these major questions we were going to wrestle with this year. And we wrestle with it every single year, because this is the nature of employment. The goal for many hiring entities is to limit their liability, limit their exposure, and still have some level of control over what happens with that provider. And that innovation has led to all of these great technologies that allow us to get things really quickly and very affordably. But when you put too much control on that driver or on that contractor, the relationship starts changing. And when the relationship changes, the penalties that you have behind you are significant. One thing I wanna really focus on here, just to mention for everyone who's watching, you cannot buy insurance for misclassification. If you misclassify somebody, or you find out later on that the rules have changed and now they are uh, misclassified, there's not a single insurance policy that you can buy to cover that. So the penalties, the litigation, that's out of your own pocket. That's out of what you have to do as an operating cost as a business. And very few companies can absorb twenty dollars or $30,000 a month in litigation costs.
0: Matt we've got just a couple of minutes left here. Let's switch gears over to East Palestine, Ohio, and Norfolk Southern and uh, obviously the state of Ohio uh, did what any state would probably do, and that's they sued Norfolk Southern and, and are going to make sure that Norfolk Southern does its due diligence in cleaning up and, and making everything right as well as, well as it possibly can. Uh, we talked about the fact that the regulators are the worst enemy right now for North, Norfolk Southern just to make sure that they don't necessar- that they do what they, what they say they're going to do. From a legal perspective, what is Norfolk Southern worried about outside of the state and outside of uh, the
1: regulators as they continue to work on this cleanup? Well, There's one part of the state that really is important. So Ohio suing Norfolk Southern, they sued for a thing called declaratory judgment, which is to say court tell us right now that Norfolk Southern is liable. If that happens, if they're found liable in a declaratory judgment, that lets private litigants, people in the neighborhoods, people around, business owners, that gives them a really good way to say, look, we've already decided you're responsible for this. The only question we have now is damages. So when we talk about these massive Uh, catastrophic events. The question always starts off with, okay, who's liable? Who's really responsible? If we solve that problem, then the next question is, all right, what are the damages? What's, what, what's happened? How have my property values gone down? Can I get people to, to can I get a mortgage in my house? All of these different things become ways you can more easily proceed against a company like Norfolk Southern. So that is really the most interesting thing right now is if that declaratory judgment action it finds that Norfolk Southern is liable for this, that makes it really easy for plaintiffs and it makes very easy for people to follow this path of whatever it might be, class certification or this mass tort litigation, and it will not be a pretty sight. Oh, the the
0: tangled web of legal woes in both of these areas. This is probably not going to be figured out for maybe even in our lifetimes. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Always a pleasure to be here, guys. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a great weekend there as well. Matt Laffler, armchair attorney. Uh, We'll take a short break. We've got more coming up here on Freight Waves. Now stay tuned.